Yeah, this the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned into the biggest Chanel Simone, April B, Fluhead, Gruhead podcast. Are you dumb? NYC the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? Yo, what's good, everyone? It is your girl Chanel Simone and your girl April B of the Fluhead, Gruhead podcast, where, where worlds collide, collide no matter where you reside. Ew. Like you like it? I like it. Thank you very much, y'all. We got a special guest in the building. I know, I know y'all like yo Chanel. Like you keep saying that all always, the time, always. but it's always good to know when you know the when you know the man behind the scene. Yeah, somebody that you do know but you don't know. El but Plugo. you the El Plugo. <laughs> somebody that you think you heard of <laughs> until he pull up and you like, oh, that's him? him. It's like you don't really know. It's like a ghost. It's like the man behind the myth. Ooh. The man behind the Yo, well, I was about to say the man behind the mirror. I was thinking about Michael <laughs> okay. Jackson. That's why I said that. Because I know you was going there. <laughs> like song. You're like, song. right, good song. And honestly, we got a funny story how we met him too. Right? <laughs> Let's talk about no, that. Let's we'll talk about that. Y'all, but y'all make some noise for... Chris with the K! What's good? What's good? What's good? Yeah. I like that. You probably just go by Chris, but Chris with the K, that sounds like an official. Yeah, it's like, what right. people call you? I mean, most people call me Chris, but when people meet me like at events or Instagram, they call me Chris with the K now. So you like either one? Yeah. I got a, it's actually a funny story, like how I got that name. Right. I got it in undergrad. Okay. Okay. Like with the K or Chris? No, Chris with the K. Okay. What, they, what happened? All right, we got so, time. Um, <laughs> of course, undergrad, I went to Georgia State. Um, in my media classes, there was this one chick that used to have, like, every class I had. Um, so when she first met me, she just called me Chris, but then I was writing something. I, I had to do some type of work or something. She saw my name. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, your, your name start with a K. That's different. I'm going to start calling you Chris with a K. And I was like, all right, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> next semester went by, I didn't really see her. And it was, like, our next semester, we took, like, communications law. I'm sitting down in the class, like, chilling. It's the first day. Everybody uh-huh. just relaxing, quiet. You know, nobody, you know, nobody oh, she really came in there. Hey, Chris with the and K. That's exactly what she did. Like, <laughs> she walk in the room. She look around. She's like, Chris with the K. And I was just like, yo. And like, she's screaming it. And then after that, it just kind of like, it just stuck. So I made that my Instagram name, Instagram handle. And it's kind of just, it's been a thing since then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So All right. Well, shout that's out to her. Shout out to her. You know who you are. Shout out to you. Well, All right, y'all. So we'll be going, we're going to start with our number one famous game. It's called First Class versus Coach. All right. All right. So in our famous bowl of nothing, <laughs> we have some choices here for you to pick. So there's two choices. There's going to be a first choice versus a second choice. If you fucking win it, the first choice is first class. If you're not, then it's coach. Okay. If you can decide which one is first class or coach, then we do our tiebreaker, tie <laughs> which is you got to take a shot. Yeah, take shout out shot. to our alcohol sponsor, Bame Vodka. Yeah. So without further ado, let me mix it up because I don't want you to get confused. <laughs> all right. You can pull. And no, you have to answer all of these questions. I got to answer them? Yeah. So, so it's like I, a this or that. If yeah. I don't want to answer, I'll take a shot. Yeah. Or I got to answer Either. regardless. Well, you got to answer regardless. But if it's a tie, you take you a little shot. sippy mm-hmm. sip. So go ahead and read it out loud. All right. Independent artist versus artist signed to a label. So which one would you rather work with? Um, It depends, honestly. It depends on... I'm, I'm going to get into it. Uh, I'm going to say, so is that a tie shot? I mean, I mean I'm going to take the shot. You know, technically it is a tie, but honestly, you know, it just depends on, like, that artist, like, their work ethic and pretty mm. much, like, what they got going on. If you unsigned, um, 
y'all didn't tell them, but I work in PR. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, mm-hmm. artists don't really need PR until you get to a certain level. Like, a lot of people out here that work in PR, they're going to tell you, yeah, hire me and I'll get you this and that, blah, 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 blah. But all that stuff isn't really guaranteed. And honestly, until you reach a certain level, you don't need PR. You just need to work on your craft, your music, mm-hmm. and grind. Then once you get to a certain level, when outlets and brands are starting to reach out to you, then that's when you probably need PR. Mm. But what if they don't reach out and you're working on your craft? Don't at some point somebody has to get you out yeah, there just a little bit? Yeah, that's usually kind of like when you're starting to get bigger and bigger. Like, you you know, like, your numbers are starting to get there. You're starting to reach, like... A certain target number so or whatever. So he's basically saying if um, you rap it in your mama basement with 700 followers, you do not need a you PR. You don't need PR. Like, <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of people out here with even maybe like 10K followers that's got like a little motion or whatever. Uh-huh. But they don't really need PR. You need more so marketing. And there is a difference mm-hmm. between marketing and PR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a tie. Ooh, we're going to get into that. All right, so he got his shot. You got to take your shot. So you, you want to sip or take your shot? That's a sip. It's already like it's like yeah, a mixed drink yeah, now. Like, it ain't really a shot. Okay, it's well, a, look, just cheers. cheers. What are we doing? We sipping? Yeah, yeah. You gonna, you gonna hit the table? No. No, oh, we, oh, no, no we do. No, I definitely hit the table, friend. Oh, my God. I'm tripping. I always hit the table. Mm. I could have finished this. not going to lie to you. <laughs> you said you're not going to finish <laughs> he this? He could. Oh, he on deep time. Should I go ahead and finish it? Oh, God. You, I'm, like, hey, it's your it's show. My, I'm on y'all. It's your show. We just living it. We no, just living it. Oh, baby, there's more than where they came from. Shout out to Bomb all right. All right. So next one. Next. Next. Next oh, one. Keep going. I forgot. I thought that was it. <laughs> we wasn't just gonna give you one. Business versus pleasure. Ooh. <laughs> now, what, man, these questions like, like, what aspect though? What are we talking about? Well, okay. So we had the question because y'all. Okay, truth is, we were supposed to have another guest on the show with you. <laughs> oh, damn. So it was kind of geared towards the guest. They we're gonna, want, we're they not going to say no, 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 no. It's not that we try to make it so everybody yeah. had something to go off of. But yeah. since you're here, business versus pleasure. Would you ever date somebody that was in the same business as you, or would you date a celebrity? Yeah. Really? I would. Okay. Would you date your client? No, mm. but but what if the chemistry's there? See, yeah, you like, quick to say no, but what if it was like, see, so is business more important than the? And y'all personal? got a connection. The, this ain't no, pleasure. yeah. I it's mean, like, that's my. <laughs> so, so I know I know people that that do that, and they have like a really good working relationship. But I can't per- really like 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 perfect relationship, like business and like pleasure mm-hmm. relationship. Um, for me personally, I'm saying no right now because I honestly like don't really know like how I would react or how mm-hmm. I guess my potential like significant other would react in that situation. Mm. So I'm saying no to that for right now. Um okay, so if no anything shot. like comes up like in the future, future happens, you gotta come back and he's gonna be like pretty brown nine. <laughs> you <laughs> know I see girl <laughs> But I would date somebody in the same field as me like PR or okay. or like an artist or something like that. You know okay. that mm-hmm. I'm not that I'm that's not my client. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No clients over here. He don't. Mm-hmm. What they say? Don't shit where you eat. Mm-hmm. No client. No client. Last one. Getting a manager first versus getting a publicist first. Kind of just answered this question. You did. Um, I'm mad. Well, I mean, we didn't think he was going to drop that. You know, my bad. Was, <laughs> you was going to drop Jim early. God yeah. damn. Like, <laughs> but they. Um, questions, but we heard that. You know, some artists don't have anything to manage, so I get a manager, so you at least need a publicist, publicist. to get you out there. But what, what do you say? 
Because how you going to get a manager with nothing to manage? It's kind of like the same thing in that, as, in that aspect. But first of all, like anybody that you have managed you shouldn't be managing you unless they would do it for free anyway. Because you know? mm. most of the time, like, the difference is your manager is getting, like, a percentage of whatever you make. So they're going to work harder to go for you. Whereas a publicist, yeah, mm-hmm. you paying them in advance. Like, you paying them. They you, they, they put you on retainer. So, mm-hmm. and nothing in, like, publicity or PR is guaranteed. So you're going to be paying them, hoping and that get you get things. Right. And you're not even that big of an artist. So no matter, like, how many connections we have, like, how many friends we have that are journalists and writers, mm-hmm. if we're not bringing them, like, good content or something mm-hmm. that, that's interest of interest to them or their readers – they still not gonna write about you. They might do it like once in a blue moon, just like to do a favor. But yeah, it's not really gonna work out, and you're gonna be spending thousands of dollars for no reason. So it's like so. I'm paying you, and then if you want to be in complex, baby, you gotta pay them. You already yeah. paid me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you can like drop those prices to get your stuff on complex. But honestly, like if you were really popping, like they gonna write about you organically, organically. Like, just off a solid pitch. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but. I would go ahead and get your manager first. Like I know a ton of like unsigned artists that have really great managers that are pushing them, helping them with content, helping them mm-hmm. secure brands, and you don't need a publicist for that. They're helping you get like your work, getting a record like on a weekly spin on radio, mm-hmm. um, getting you to different events, different events. Like you honestly don't need a publicist first. I would go manage. And that's coming from a publicist, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask you real quick because we might jump into this. Do you feel like it's still the artist's responsibility to still be out there instead of 100% dependent on that manager to get you out there? Or that's what the of manager course. for? Nah, so I mean, it's 50-50. Um, your manager's still going to put in work for you, but if you lazy in the house and trying to do nothing, like... <laughs> and it's you, your career. What are you giving them <laughs> like, to manage? Um, right. I seen somebody post something the other day, like a lot of people want to be rappers, but they don't want to spend like the money. Mm-hmm. Like, people think they just going to start rapping or become an artist and start doing stuff. But honestly, it takes, like, your own investment to get popping in this industry. Mm-hmm. And that's that's with rapping, singing, acting, anything, entertainment. Like, you have to invest in yourself first. Yeah. All right. So these managers and publicists can't save you. Yeah. Or can't make you bigger. Yeah. It still start with you. Yeah. Imagine somebody being lazy, like, yo, why you not getting me bookings? Yo, why you not getting bookings? <laughs> like, I try to talk. Like, would you reach out like, to people? I wouldn't say it's fully on the artist like to go get their own bookings. Like mm-hmm. your manager should definitely be working for you. But mm-hmm. yo, if you if you're not outside being an artist, like a lot of people just you know they be in the studio making their music and stuff. Yeah, but they not really like. What are you doing in, in are the you community? Like, it where's, out? Are you where's your presence? presence like, people don't yeah, know no, about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, that presence is Like, the manager's going to do their part, but you got to do your part, too. Like, being outside, talking to people, networking, all that good stuff. Right, 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 right. We feel you well. That yeah. was first class versus coach. I give it up for Chris. Yeah. He Drop survived. Them, drop them gems Drop early. them gems Man, real early. Only took one shot. That's crazy. Only took one shot. Baby, don't, don't, hold on. We still got about 30 minutes. <laughs> We still got time. Y'all, so we're going to go ahead with the check-in. So this is where we truly get to know who you are and what you do. And one thing that I noticed, I'm like, yo, you from Atlanta, correct? Yeah. The way how you rep 44678, 470. Decatur, where it's greater. Oh, you were east side. Yeah, from the east side. All right. Decatur, you know. Right. Oh, here, hold on. Let him him pop his shit real quick. Oh, my shit, you know. Wesley Chapel, Kendall Road. Okay, like, is okay. Zone, is it Zone 6? Middle Finger Zone, zone 6? Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's like, I mean, technically, the K ain't really like Zone 6. A lot of people going to say that, but it's literally like, like right next door. Like once you cross over 2nd Ave, you technically like in the K The fact that he knows but that's streets. Like, that's just breaking it down, you know. Yeah, he knows. Um, 
Because we all from the same area. I mean, it's right down the street. Like, it's kind of like hand in hand. Like, being in Decatur, you go on to Gresham. Like, yeah, that's true. Once you, there, I only know that from going you. on 20. Yeah. You know, shit, went to Southwest Decatur High School, you know, all that. Southwest Decatur. Went to Decatur. So, you, you a George boy. Yeah, you A T L A N T A G A is where I stay. Yeah. Right, so talk about <laughs> so like I said, talk about your upbringing and how did you get into the field of marketing and activation? Yeah, so I mean, of course, you know, grew up in Atlanta, like y'all said, to um, you know, Jamaican parents. I knew it. You know what? Honestly, before I knew, like, you was from the way how you was like, oh, Travis Portis and that. I'm like, yo, I think he's from Atlanta. But I knew you came from a Caribbean. I know the flag is in your yeah. thing, but I thought you was a New Yorker. Ain't yeah, gonna hold you we thought you was from New York. Like, quick. Like, it was like a ha ha. You feel he me? Says, you got the hat on? Why had you got on? Atlanta. Oh, don't jump out. Damn. I just realized the full full. No, you know what? It was yeah. the navy. Mm-hmm. It was the color. The color. So she I thought, thought you... it was the Yankee. All right. Oh, nah, nah. Jamaican parents. Like, you got true wow. Jamaican parents. Yeah, like, like my mom from Jamaica, yeah. 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 My so pops you... from here, but my mom from Jamaica. But you, so you grew up in a Caribbean household. For real. Caribbean household. And then, like, all women. So I'm hearing the accent all the time. Like, <laughs> you get in trouble with one of them. Like, all of them on your ass. Um, you guys, like, me and all my cousins. So me and all my cousins are, like, first-generation Americans. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, half first-generation Americans and the others are from Canada. So, you know, okay. when they came from Jamaica, they went to New York first. Or they went mm-hmm. to London or Canada. Like, kind of yeah. spread out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Group on the east side to Jamaican parents. So it's pretty much, like, the best of both worlds. It is. You know? It is. You got the Atlanta, like, Atlanta slang, Atlanta mm-hmm. shit, and then you got like you know your Jamaican side. Too. Yeah, right, right. I will say that one thing about Car- you made a good point. Caribbean household do have mostly women. Yeah, uh, my family is only really one uncle. Other than that, everybody, <laughs> everybody, um, women. So that was a good point. So yeah, so <laughs> that was a good. No, it made me thought about. it. I'm like, hey, I see y'all just took a trip somewhere. Y'all was out there in the Caribbean. And yeah, say my yeah. <laughs> yeah, we y'all, was. Y'all had y'all driver on lock. Oh, oh, like, big, big, big caddy, big caddy, big caddy. I'm like, look at them. They go crazy. They go crazy. You know, we we had a more to come, more to come. Okay, let me ask you a question. Because you're from Atlanta, born and raised, but you're mom and your dad are caribbean right did you ever my mom. well your mom's caribbean yeah. do you ever feel like there's it's hard for you to relate to caribbeans being that you're strictly from atlanta like i know you grew up in that household but mm-hmm. is there ever like any like barriers of the culture for you where you're like because she's trini and she trini to the bone like you know born 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 there raised in brooklyn gotcha mm-hmm. so my, my grandma lived in canarsie all right. So you, so you've been to New York. Yeah, I've been to New York. Yeah, y'all better stop. <laughs> <laughs> Would you spend summers with your grandmother or something? Nah, we just go out there every now and then. Oh, okay. I really like. I mean, I can hold you. I really don't like it. It's cool. It's. A I vibe. was literally about to ask you, like, so. Like, it's a vibe. I, would I live there? No. As a southern, I was just about to ask. As a southerner, you visited he New probably York. Probably like three, four days, then he ready to come back. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> when I when I go out there, I like doing like the whole touristy thing, though. When I when we be on my grandmother, you know, we don't be on that type of stuff. Y'all be like, in the hood. Y'all be like, in the floor, son. Yeah, okay. yeah like, yeah. get on the stoop. Like, uh, <laughs> the corner store. Because she worked for, like, J.P. Morgan and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. she retired now. Ooh. So, like, we'll go over there. Whenever it's time to leave or go somewhere, you know, we walk to the bus. We take the bus oh. to the train. And then, like, we take the train to, like, wherever we in the city. So, 
even like as I got older, I kind of like noticed different things. So you know, we on the train and stuff. It's like hella, it's like hella people, or whatever. But as we getting like closer to like I guess the Brooklyn or Canarsie, mm-hmm. like stop on the train and shit. Like all the white people getting off. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. They like, like you yo, gotta go. We don't live like, you here. Can, like, you could tell like, coming from Times Square. Yeah, like, yeah. Coming from and oh yeah. At they the train, keep up. going. Oh, you like, yeah. <laughs> that's different. Yeah, uh, she be like, don't she be like, don't have no headphones in your ears. Nope. Like, don't take your phone out. Don't look like, at nobody. Yeah. Just sit. <sighs> yeah, like we don't drive nowhere. Every time I go to New York, we don't drive nowhere. It's no bus because and train. It will take you an hour. Yeah. She got a car too. Don't even drive. It she, don't matter. She actually just sent the car down here to Atlanta for my aunt. Like, she don't even use it. <laughs> no, nope. mm. it don't matter. Mm-mm-mm. Probably Grandpa is probably the last prospect. Probably the last style where you know when you get in little Brooklyn. I don't even know what it is. I just know they be getting off. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. So, like we said, you you went to Georgia State. So, where did you develop that passion for uh, marketing and activations? Because you're a mass communication major, right? Yeah. Shout out to the makeup majors. Um, Journalism, concentration, and PR. Then Mm -hmm. I got a music minor. Mm -hmm. But I actually started in, uh, I'm a musician first, like before everything. I play trumpet. I've been playing trumpet for like, what? Oh, you in the band? You KK side? Yeah, I was in the band. Yeah, so. okay. You a, a gunky? A, what they call them? A what? A band geek? No. Bangy? Well, in Albany State, they was called gunky. <laughs> you probably saying I? I I don't know what you saying. Son, I know they was getting hazed. I saw them shirts. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, um, uh, Albany State does not do any. Yeah, any yeah. They do not participate. Nah, they do not in talk. Kappa Kappa Psi is a non-hazing organization. organization. Just so you know. mm-hmm. I just saw white shirts that they wore. Girl, you saying too so, much? So like, <laughs> I mean, people crabbing the band, you know, like a little initiation, but they not necessarily like they not no. getting hazed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a mm-hmm. tradition type of stuff. Okay, so you play the trumpet? Yeah, play the trumpet for I think like fifteen years now. I don't know, a long. Oh, so you could play. play. Yeah, I went to school, so I went to school for it. I was originally a music ed major. Mm. I went to Georgia State to major in music. Um, high school, I made, like, All-State, fourth chair, all that stuff. Like, I was, like, legit. Um, dun, 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 dun. We did the Macy's Parade, the Rose Parade, played on the track with uh, Mariah Carey. Um, I was on the recording soundtrack for Drumline, the second Drumline. Wow. Um, Yo, how? Chris, how old are you? I be twenty eight in July. Oh, so ooh. you don't live the life. <laughs> live the life. You yeah, talking about sure. drumline? I'm like, wait, See, are you second, old? second drumline? Okay, second drum. the second, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like Nick Cannon. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so I went to school, majored in music, um, music ed, and I realized I didn't want to teach. Mm-hmm. I was like a little bit more interested in the music industry, so I ended up switching from that to uh, music management, and then I realized I just didn't want to be like. Stagnant in music, mm-hmm. you know it's hard. Hard to get started. And, and yeah, hard getting like careers in the music industry, especially coming out of school. So um, I switched my major again for a second time, going to journalism with a concentration in PR mm-hmm. and then a music minor. Cause I already had all the music credits, and then from mm-hmm. there, like as soon as I switched my major to that, I had like my first internship. Well, um, playing on sports, like cutting highlights online for Twitter. And then I got hired by the Braves as, like, game day staff. And then one of their trainees had ended up leaving, taking the job with, the, uh, with like, one of those Houston teams. I think the mm-hmm. Houston Astros, not the Astros, but um, Rockets. the Texans. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, they, instead of hiring somebody else, they just brought me on. They was like, do you want to take his role? And so I took the role. They had, like, firsthand experience with that, um, like, 2018. But they didn't bring me on full time. So that's when I kind of started – doing my own thing, freelancing in music with one of my friends that was an artist at 11th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to John Michael and 6'5", his engineer, and 
Zamar, like that was like our whole team, like fresh out of college, you know, working to working together, getting experience for that. And then um, I started like you know, working in communications or PR entertainment, you kind of have to make your own like mm-hmm. way in this yeah. industry. People can't do it for you. I mean, a lot of times people do get like you know lucky and like land dream yeah. jobs right away, but that don't happen for everybody. So people be disc- discouraged and all that stuff. You know, it's kind of going like through a little like depression or whatever. You know, your parents trying to like force you to like work at UPS or like Especially random your Caribbean parents. Yeah, they're like, they're like you gotta do something. So I'm they're like, what do you do? You just sit here all day exactly. and you just want, exactly. yeah. Um, but you know, I didn't like settle, like just go work a regular ass job. I just kind of kept grinding. So I applied for this place called like, Hands on Atlanta that does like a lot of volunteers. So I ended up applying, but I was too qualified to like be an intern. So he kind of brought me on as like his right hand mm-hmm. and I was running their social media accounts and then from there I landed a job with uh, my current company Ally Global Marketing mm-hmm. and with that you know we do all the like movie premieres yeah mm-hmm. talent handling press days all the above and like the film and television industry and then that kind of led me to like other connections within like radio and music and film and Whatever. And now you're the plug. Now you're the plug. And now you're yeah, the plug. You know, a lot of people don't know on the plug, but if you know, you know. That's yeah, what I say. You know him, but you don't know him, but you know him. Yeah, let me tell you how we met Chris, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we went to the BMF. You gotta come take in. a drink for that. Yeah. No, take a little drink. <laughs> but everything happened for a reason, y'all. We went to the BMF premiere, and first of all, he didn't see that. <sighs> We're we going to skip that part. So, <laughs> no, April and I... You cannot skip that part. All right, yo, listen. So, because April and I are <laughs> media hosts, radio personalities. We're still making a name for ourselves. So, we get there. I knew we didn't get confirmation, but my name is Chanel <laughs> Simone. So, me not here, okay? So, we get there. April, like, yo, my our name is not here. I'm like, yo, you can't be scared. We work in media, so you got to have a mouth game or something. We get there. I was like, yeah, um, Chanel Simone... We don't see you. And they like embarrassing you. Like, it was cool. loud. It was mad people around. Next. Like, girl, come on. Could you step to the side? Okay, damn. <laughs> Wait a minute. So like, we get there. So I'm like, yo. So the funny thing is, we still know a lot of people in this industry. So the VIP guests, like, people is walking by. They like, yo, Chanel, April, what's good? We can't get in. So we tight. <laughs> so I think the more they saw, like, people, like, I promise you, people, like, Person people after person, people's coming. There was like, yo, Chanel, April, Chanel, and April. they know knew us. Like yeah, even um, shout out to Kelly. She tried to help us too. She yeah. was like, yo, they they good. So the more that they saw people, like, okay, like this, is like the tenth person that spoke to them. <sighs> like finally, and we over here, like, what's your name? What school you went to? Trying to sweet talk yeah. and all of that. <laughs> after about thirty minutes. And we finally got had, it. Yeah, they had some bands left over. The white ones. The white ones. <laughs> not the VIP ones. Damn, so this is like, this is before y'all got to me. This is Yes. This is just so we could watch yeah. BMF premiere. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so we watched the BMF premiere, right? So we in finally. And you know the lady. Shout out to Gary, too. We, yeah, um, shout out to Gary. So oh, yeah, yeah, my boy Gary. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's another how, right hand. Yeah. Shout out to Gary. Shout out to BB, you know. That's how we yeah. got to know Gary, right? So next thing you know, it's, now it's time for the VIP because we went to the first premiere with BMF lit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was over that too. I did that too. The first one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was at the uh, the Fifty Cent show. Yes, yes. Yeah, I filled the whole. So you know how it was people in like in the little pit before in the concert. Mm-hmm. I'm the one. I was responsible over that whole like activation. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, that shout out to that. So we went to. I went to the first BMF premiere with Fifty Cent, Baby. That's when Thug Gunner. It was every, a big. Yeah. When concert, I tell you, was dope. I had the concert like right. all that. Yeah. So yeah. I got in VIP with that too. And the after party, I still got pictures with Fifty in my phone. So it's crazy because like that wasn't even supposed to be a thing. Like it was. It literally happened like maybe two weeks before. They was like, "We gonna put it at what's it called, Lakeside?" Yeah, yeah, one of them. Mm-hmm. yeah Lakewood. Lakewood. Oh yeah, the it amphitheater. Wasn't even, it amphitheater. wasn't even supposed to be all that. Like a month out, it was out, freezing. It was honestly just supposed to be like a regular screening at either um, Atlantic Station or the Fox, if that would that. Oh happen. nah, that was son, like, that was yeah. packed. And then literally two weeks before, they was like sent an email saying, "Nah, Fifth want to do the show just like how he did in New York." With the concert and blah 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 blah. Yo, blah. but it was, was lit. Nah, that, that was, was that was, was yo Atlantic Station, shout please. Out. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to them. So <laughs> now it's supposed to be small. It wasn't supposed to be nothing. No, big. that no, was it was a whole. First of all, if y'all had it at Atlantic Station with all them people, nobody could have. Well, all them people wasn't gonna be, be there. there. Remember, yeah. they opened back up the mm, guest list yeah. and stuff. So we went to the um, VIP. So now we already hype. We talking about people. We taking pictures with uh, Metro Boomin, all of them. So we saw Reginate. Everybody headed to um, VIP. Um, <laughs> the after party. Yeah. yeah. So we over here. Okay. We about to walk up to. Hey. Yo, y'all. here he come. Don't even know him. <laughs> uh, um, so well, so I, I'm you like. like pink band. We like, what? <laughs> Wasn't it somebody before me, though? Wasn't it like somebody oh, else that yes, was standing there? Oh, yes, it was. It was. Uh, what's her God, name? God came in to like. What's her like, name? I, I don't Kurt, know. Kurt, it starts with a K. Chris, Christina? Nah, just like, just leave out the name. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think she denied it. But you know what? We saw somebody black. She was, but she was nice. She was just like, y'all don't have the band. So whoever I think when we saw Chris, he was black. So, you know, we was like. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So we see people, we like. Yeah, you know, when you see your own, we like. You know, we here. He was like, I'm not going to hold you. Y'all can't get in. We like so we showing our Instagram. We like yo, come we on. We are people. Like no, look, we know people. I he was like he kind of had that voice. Like I y'all asked go- me three times. I'm telling like no, but he was like, all right, if y'all go get a band, like so. Remember we started asking people, oh y'all leaving? Y'all leaving? Can we get y'all band? But like, I think they couldn't take it all. It was take mad, it. yeah. They swiped that little thing up, and so- then they said they had a, a, a another area. Yeah. Um, yeah, like little right hole, there, little hole. hole. But shout out to them because we got a shot of nineteen forty. Is it forty two? Yes, nineteen forty two. Yeah. yeah, we had two like, shots of that. We had the drinks and stuff over okay, there. Okay, so we had some it over there too. It wasn't as lit, you know. Oh, wasn't as lit. Chris, you just got on here. Don't piss <laughs> us off. We're just so now we, getting over that. We saw the, we good now. Yeah, we, we good. good. We, we good. saw the lady giving out pink bands and stuff. So we trying to sneak it. At this point, April and I gave up. So we didn't do it, but he gave us his um, his Instagram. You know, because one thing about April, you gonna deny us, but I promise you, you gonna see us you again. Gonna see us again. Yeah. We got his Instagram. Next thing you know, I, we started seeing him a lot everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, and we like, yo, you remember us? Because you denied us <laughs> every at time. That party. Every, every, every time. time we see him, we always remind. Yeah, every time. Because you ain't let us in. Remember? He was like, oh, <laughs> y'all, them girls. <laughs> No, but then eventually, one thing I noticed about being in media or just when you're consistent mm-hmm. with what you're doing, like literally, we had to build a rapport with him. Like, you got to keep seeing this. I think eventually he got the hint, like, okay. All yeah, right. All right. Yeah, yeah, they all kind right. of official a little bit. Like. <laughs> yeah, y'all followed up. You know, we locked in. I sent you like our media yes, list. Yes, he, he did. He did promise that. Uh, yeah, he did. He was like, yo, look, how about this? 
Only you select, don't send us out. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all do this, fill it out. Now we on it. And now look. Yeah, yeah all the premieres, y'all at Cirque. Y'all doing a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> Shout popping. out to Chris. Now now he's on the flu here. We're here the podcast. podcast. For sure, now I'm here, you know. Yeah. And hey, the connections keep getting bigger. I was just bigger. about to say, because you're in PR. So talk about the importance of building relationships and connections with people that takes your business further. Man, relationships are everything. Um, at least to me. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they say they don't really care for the relationships because, like, a lot of fake stuff out here. But mm-hmm. just me, like, I try to do everything I do, like, genuinely. Like, even when I met y'all, like, even though I knew I couldn't let y'all in that night, like, I still wanted to, like, you know, rock with y'all. So I took down y'all information mm-hmm. and I made sure I followed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, you you legit. <laughs> she's still salty. Yeah. <laughs> we good. We, like I said, we good now. Y'all we got locked in there. Ain't no switching up. But you got to have those connections, especially in PR, because, you, you know, you can pitch people, journalists, all you want, but if they're not really, you know, rocking with you or what you're putting out, they can, you know, they can blackball you or they can just not, not you know, rock with your artists, fuck with yeah. your artists. Um, the better relationship you have with people, the more willing they are to do stuff for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a... I help you, you help me win. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're doing it genuinely, it, it can go a long way. You ever had to accept some fake shit in the business where, hey, I really don't care for you, but you a plug that I need to know. So I'm going to keep it cute. I'm going to keep it cordial, but I really don't care. I do you have to like, accept any fakeness? I actually haven't right now, you know, in my career. Like most of the people that I work with are like truly like friends mm-hmm. that I cherish. Like, Taylor Brooks that works with uh, B.O.B. Shout out to Simply Taylor. Um, yeah. Tatiana that works with like Duke Deuce and now like we're on the team together managing artists, working with artists. Mm-hmm. Um, my coworker B.B. that I work with that kind of like took me under her wing at Ally, Gil Jones at Radio One. Like I can continue to like name different people like Manny at Dirty Glove Bastard. Like, Shout out. Mm-hmm. Like those are like my my folks. Like we, we kind of locked in. Um, I haven't like, I guess, I don't know if I like made it that high up in my career. I mean, I know, like, like bigger artist managers, but I kind of know, like, where our relationship lies. Like, I know mm-hmm. that we got a, like, good enough, like, genuine working relationship. I know, like, they ain't my bro. Like, yeah. he ain't my homie. Like, we Yo, ain't just chilling. Yeah, like, I ain't just calling them any time of the night because I know, like, our boundaries. It's yeah. also important to set boundaries. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I haven't really had to deal with, like, any, like, you know, fake shit yet in the industry. Just because I kind of keep my, ter- my circle tight mm-hmm. and everything else kind of just works its way out. Mm-hmm. Like, if I know if I'm just working with somebody business-wise, it's kind of just business. Like, it's still a genuine connection, like, how I'm talking to them, pitching them. Mm-hmm. I'm making sure that I'm not just using them. I'm making sure that I'm bringing something to the table for them as well. And even if not, I'm not bringing something to the table, I'm giving them something that they are going to enjoy, like, to go along with whatever I'm pitching them, you know? Yeah. You mentioned that you and Tatiana are on um, team managing artists. Is it hard to manage artists? Do you feel like a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean, even in PR, you know, it's kind of like being an adult babysitter because literally, you know, we're the ones taking care of them um, while they're in town or while it's that event going on, you know, it's whatever. But you kind of just have to, like, love it. PR isn't something you can really, like, half-ass or have mm-hmm. do. You actually have to have a passion for it. Because, like I said, like, those artists, they're calling you for whatever you need. It could be at 1 o'clock in the morning, um, <laughs> 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Um, whenever they need you, you know, you have to be there to help them. If it's, like, something, a crisis going on, you just have to be there. But you have to be willing to do that. If you mm. don't got that in you, then you probably don't need to be in PR. Yeah, don't call my phone at 7. I have a question, too, about an artist that you're working with, I think. Are you working with Gloss Up? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Connoisseur. So I actually work with Duke Deuce. I handle um, all of Duke's PR for his uh, new label that he's starting to since he kind of like left QC. QC and yeah. So he has a new artist like Glockiana and Double G. And uh, turn a little thing. But y'all gotta watch out for Glockiana, yo. Like, no she, facts. She hard. I don't know. If y'all seen her on Instagram? But yeah. She, Sixteen from Memphis, just graduated too, smart as hell, and she like she coming with that heat. She at sixteen. Sixteen. I'm I'm gonna play y'all something like no no no. I'm the age. You know I'm. You know Jermaine Dupri made a a statement about when I crisscross with Lotto. Oh yeah. How he used to. You know Lotto was sixteen coming up in the game, but nobody studied her until she got older, got the BBL, got all of that. So he was like, Nah, Glock already like. I, like he, she popping. She pop. You know, yeah. Jermaine Dupri was saying, "Is there any more room for kid stars at this point?" So that's all we said. Sixteen. Well, I just noticed. So she not. She not a kid star though. Yeah. Like she not in that like. Teen, With a name like Glockiana. Yes. Look like, at her for a kid's party. Yeah, like she on like like. Well, not like, like, yeah. like Memphis shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, at sixteen, gangsta bullshit. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At sixteen, I'm like. Look, I'm going to play something for you and be done. I don't know if you've seen her, but she crazy. Like, she going to blow this year for sure. Oh, my God. I, I'm more so concerned about the age. I'm like 16. But she also been through a lot, too. But yeah. y'all what, hear about, what, like about Like April said, with a name like, like Glockiana, I'm yeah. sure. She, well, shout out to you, girl. I just yeah. didn't know she was 16. I'm like, 16. Yeah. So is it hard to manage an artist? Like, um, well, I'm not even, like, really managing. So with me and Tati, you know, she's, like, the talent manager. And mm-hmm. then I handle, like, PR, so okay. publicity manager and all that stuff like that. So, I mean, we kind of, like, go hand-in-hand hand when we're doing different things, especially when we're out. And if, like, Tati's not there, then technically, like, I'm, like, the, next the manager. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, okay. That's the next thing. Like that. yeah. yeah. Right. So, one thing that we talked about was artists um, signed to a major label and also artists that's independent. One thing I've always wanted to know with artists who are independent, like, where does the money come from? They're funding it themselves, like. Those artists are like, they still have their nine to fives. They working, getting money however they can. They're funding everything themselves, especially if they're not with a label. Like, they, yeah. any of the money that they get, they putting it towards their career. Well, yeah, find sponsors and spon- things like Find that. sponsors. It's pretty rare for, like, you know, yeah. unsigned up and coming artists, artists mm-hmm. to get, like, brand deals and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even with Instagram now, like TikTok, you know, a lot of people have like them Fashion Nova partnerships or yeah. mm-hmm. other I things. So they can still, like, they can still get some brand deals, but. If they, not, if they don't have no partnership, a lot of them are still working or trapping or doing whatever the hell they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, I know they out there. Right, but is it is Holding it is it challenging, up. though, especially as you as a publicist or how they have managers where, yeah, you want me to do all this stuff, but, sir, you got to hold on to this $20 you got left. <laughs> like, where do you come I mean, in so, just I mean, of all of that? Luckily, the artists that I work with, like, we... They got a cute coin. <laughs> you know, they we, got a cute little coin. So we like, you know, we we get over here. We, yeah, okay. like my bills are paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is that what they talk about? Like having like a manager and all of that stuff. Like you said earlier, like you have to find somebody who believes in. Yeah, the find somebody vision. that believes in you, believes in the vision. Um, they got to love your music first of all. Mm. If you <laughs> you can't have no manager or PR that don't like your music, <laughs> they gonna they gonna do their job, but they probably ain't gonna do the best job because they're yeah. not rocking with it. Imagine what's on the album number thirteen. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, um, <laughs> like, like how y'all just heard me speaking about Glock. Right, yeah, like that's how. Every, like like look, bro, she hard, bro. 
Like, but, but you know what? We met. Shout! I forgot her name, but we met an artist named Seven AM, right? Mm-hmm. And remember when we met his manager? She was sp- like, "Yo, play this! Oh yeah, play that!" Yeah. Like she was so passionate about she his was, music. Yeah. That's how they gotta be. That's no, now that you said it, it, yeah, she was more happy than he was. Yeah, he was looking it be, like it be like, like that. Yeah, he was like. Cause he was ready to go. She was like, "No, we got two ladies like, well, your here." Mama tell you to dance for your. <laughs> Show your aunties some dances you be doing. No, like he played yeah. us like five tracks. He was ready to go, he but he don't. wasn't rude about it. But he no, was like, he was. Yeah. He stayed so we could hear the music, and she was like, "Oh, this the song so, I made love to." We like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay, girl. <laughs> nah, y'all, y'all for sure gotta like. get. Uh, I know you know Tati. Yeah, like, y- y'all for sure gotta get her on here because she gonna drop some gems too. But she go hard for all her artists. Like, she lock in with you. That's your biggest cheerleader. Like, she gonna. Go to bat for you, everything. Nah, that's how our team is. No, when when we first met Tati, she was like, "You do, yeah." No, he got this, this. I'm like, Nah. She was talking oh, to these two girls, yeah, and literally, like, it wasn't no. Oh, I like everything you needed to know about, about him was, was coming, coming out. Like, yeah. like so, what's good? Yeah. Got their contact, everything. She's like, girl, this is what I do. I don't play. We like, ooh. Mm-hmm. No, ooh. even when we seen her, at, we went to HBCU. That's what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. With, the, with she, them two girls she, that work oh, for she, United, she Masters. Jackson, she, yeah, and mm-hmm. she was like, we need to come over there. We'll set it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all better set something up. Cause yeah, I think the, the, the team was United Masters, something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some name. Or United Artists. United yeah. Artists. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yo, baby, she started dropping names, started dropping this. They was, like, was like, a Clyde, somebody yeah. named Clyde, I don't know. But we need to be like that with us, too. Yeah, like, circling back to Gloss, though, but, like, that's how I kind of got in with Gloss, because Tati manages Gloss now, too. I was, And so um, we kind of all, like, run together with whatever we're doing. So, you know, she'll call me being like, Gloss got this appearance at this club. Mm-hmm. I need you to pop out over there. Nah, it's not even like, I need you to pop out. It's like, you're coming. Like, oh. Like, she don't give me the option. She be like, Chris, you coming? I'll be like, bet. And I'm there. Yo, what if I wanted to be home? But wait, <laughs> so how does that work now? Because, okay, because it sounds like y'all taking a lot of QC artists. <laughs> QPC! <laughs> so how does that work now? We're not taking nobody. Glock is still, no, Glock is still, uh, she's still QC. QC? Yeah, okay. She's QC. Oh, okay. I thought P was my manager. Well, P, does P manage or he just owns? Oh, he just owns the label. Um, I mean, I don't think he owns. I, I don't really like. Is this stuff you can talk about, or <laughs> did you sign an NDA? <laughs> Listen, I don't really. He don't I'm really. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not with, I'm not with QC, so like oh, I said, okay. I work like hand in hand with like Tati, gotcha. like Duke stuff. So right, right. Anything with QC, I mean, I you know got no. But you know what I be noticing? Like they be signed, but they still have separate partnerships with like, like people, people here. Mm-hmm. Well, right. yeah, because what is like Megan Thee Stallion? Like she was signed to. 1501, but her management was company Rock, was Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like some, yeah, sound like that. Sound like that. We trying to know the business, but yeah, but you know, when artists like sign the labels, you can your manager can be whoever you want your manager to be. be. Like you still like sign to that label, but you got your manager that's doing whatever. You know, okay. You know, like your manager is not necessarily a label, so it's not yeah. really competition. Like your manager works hand in hand with your label wherever you at. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. So, Chris, what you what, what's what's next for Chris? Like, like I said, you do me. activations, you do movie premieres, but you also with artists. Like, you just one band man. Huh? What you got? Um. So right now, I'm just like going through like I, I want to say like a renaissance. You know, just finding myself, finding my passion, and trying to like do more of what I love. You know, so that's working with artists, especially being a musician. Mm-hmm. It kind of just went full circle back to like my music background. Like I said, started in music, went to PR. Started working in film and TV, and then somehow music just always keeps dragging me back. And so mm-hmm. now I'm in 
doing like freelance PR in the music industry. Mm. So, I mean, we just got to wait and find out to see oh. what happens. Oh. Oh. Any advice for any like artists who trying to... Any artists? Or PR? Or, or PR people, mm. PR professionals. Um, just network. Um, go out to these events that, you know, Chanel and April are throwing. Media, <laughs> media Girls Network are throwing. Okay, shout out Media Girls you know, Network, he said. Men in Media. Like, Ooh. go to these different events, you know. Um, whenever you do find, like, see stuff on Instagram. I know a lot of times it's hard for people not in the industry to really know what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to come across, like, that flyer saying this is happening, you know, go show up, introduce yourself. Um, don't be afraid to, like, follow up. Or the biggest thing for me that went a long way is don't be afraid to reintroduce yourself to somebody. Mm. You see, we did that 30 times way. with him. Um, the girls that couldn't get in the party, you remember us? Yeah. yeah. Maybe don't use our approach, guys, because <laughs> it only really works for us because <laughs> yeah. of who we are. Like, but if you was to go to somebody and be like, remember me? They, Security. Don't be afraid to yeah. Don't I, be I afraid like to that. Reintroduce yourself. I like that. I've done that with um a few artists and like their managers that I worked with. Like I met a manager at a screening that we did, screening after party, and then I saw him somewhere else and he just happened to be from the east side too. So I reintroduced myself. He was like, Yeah, I remember you. Like I fuck with you next thing you know, we doing a private screening for his artist somewhere, you know. So Ow. and now we locked in, like you know, we ain't like the best friends. Or but yeah, no, we yeah, locked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Look. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that goes a long way. Just always like reintroducing yourself. Like never think you too big or you got too much popping to reintroduce yourself or humble. Be humble, you know. Okay. Like I All said, right. I'll be in the background, you know. I don't really mm-hmm. be out here like that. The plug, the plug. All right, y'all. That is the check-in segment with Chris Ooh. with the K. Give you another applause. Yay. Hey. All right, so now we're about to move into our baggage claim segment. Now, this is where we get in your business and we get you in the hot seat. All right, Chanel, what we got? All right, so first question. Do you think this media and music industry does a lot of gatekeeping? Yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. I need to elaborate. Yeah. Like, um, just a little. You ain't got to be OD. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I should put it. I mean, I think gatekeeping is, like, really, like, a huge thing in entertainment because you have those people have that have been, like, grandfathered in or mm-hmm. have been here forever. So, you know, they kind of they kind of iffy about just letting anybody and whoever into, like, you know, into the scene or – into whatever they got going on. I think it's kind of okay, too, because you don't just want, like, anybody. But like, I feel like if doing. you gatekeep to hinder, like, my success, or you know you could give me this information to help. So, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to steal nothing from you. I yeah. think that's where kind of gatekeeping is like, all right, you just don't want me, you know. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's levels to, like, Get- how you gatekeep, you know. Like, of course, you don't want to just, like, bring anybody in to... Mm-hmm what you worked super hard for. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to just be like, here you go. Like, you need this contact? Take it. Go. Right. Like, cause that person worked hard for that contact. So, you know, I want to see you, like, go do a little work, and then I'll give it to you. Right, you know? right. Let me see something. Like, but not just, like, no. I'm not, like, I don't really, like, gatekeep like that. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't just going to, like, tell you no, like, off the rip. But I do want to see you, like, you know, have, like, a little, like, background, like, mm-hmm. little work ethic, like, do a little something, something, you know, to get where you're going. And a lot of times gatekeeping is good because when people are not giving you those concepts you're looking for, yeah. it forces you to work hard to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you reaching out, you find a connect, you find that contact, and now you and that person locked in. You're just gonna 
you in the door now, and it's taking you like far and far away, and you did all this work yourself. You didn't need no help. Mm-mm. So it just depends on how you look at it. Okay. So do you feel like this Atlanta media scene is full of clicks? <laughs> oh, what's the <laughs> laugh for? Because yeah, I mean, you, I feel like you got a strong. I don't want to say it's a click, but you got a strong team of people. It's like when I see uh, Taylor, when I see you, it's like I know Sony did. You know, I just when I see y'all, yeah. I just know the circle. Like, okay, like they got something going on here. But then you got the clicks where it's like, all right, now y'all being ca- now y'all being funny. Yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely full of clicks. Um, me personally, I don't really get into like all like the messy stuff and drama and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I can't really. You just got your click that yeah, works for you and y'all work together. I can't really, honestly, can't really give you no info on like all the probably what you're looking for. Cause I really don't know. I kind of be tuning all that stuff out. But like me and everybody that I work with have a genuine connection mm-hmm. with. Like you just said, Taylor and them. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I need. Like we good. We locked in. We help each other with different things. They come to my events. I go to day events. Um, you know, we gotta. Strong we wasn't really looking for anything. We was just no. Yeah. It was just but like no, nah, like <laughs> media teams are definitely you know clicked up in Atlanta mm-hmm. um, for whatever they do, you know. But everybody in Atlanta knows each other too, so we kind of all like may work with each other every now and then, mm-hmm. like at a screen, and there may be three different agencies there working, and then we get familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. So now, like we're all like not best friends, but you know, yeah, we cool, we cool, we cordial, you know, we good. All right, so that was it for our baggage claim. And for our takeoff segment, we just have to ask you, who are some music executive moguls that you look up to? Um, Off rip, uh, my frat brother, Cortez Bryant, for uh, KK Side. Shout uh, out Cortez. Cortez KK Side, too? Yeah. Well, he was in the he band. Yeah. Okay, shout out to Cortez. You know he was a guest on our show. Yeah, I saw the connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't man. you forget. A-A-A. Stop playing with it. We getting in the next one. <laughs> okay, Cortez Bryant. I, listen, legend in this music industry by far. So if there was anybody to look up to, it would be him. So. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right, y'all. Well, there y'all have it. That concludes this episode of Flew Here, Grew Here podcast with Chris with the K. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, tell everybody where they could follow you, where they could check you. Don't be in his DM asking if you could come to these events. Yeah, baby, <laughs> y'all better stop playing. Y'all better uh, hit up April and Chanel. Ah, <laughs> no. And we still no. going, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> We're gatekeeping. <laughs> you said five. Them for, for yourself, right? We, we are, we had to work. They gonna watch the podcast, they gonna be like, I found them now. Like, nah, no, 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 it's, it's all right. Could you st- first? No, but you still not gonna know him though. So, you yeah. can find the IG, but like he said, he be in a cut, so you really still yeah, ain't like, finding nothing. Like, I'm starting to, like, you know, kind of put myself out there a little bit with like different things, but for the most part, I just be in the background, like, period. I don't really care for, like, all the, the extra stuff. Right. You like a ghost. Like, yeah. one minute you see me, the next the minute you don't. But if you need me, call me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, for sure. So, t- yeah. tell them where they can follow you. Y'all can follow me on pretty much everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> IG, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Chris with the K. So, it's K-R-I-S-W-I-T-T-D-A-K. Ew. And y'all already know it is your favorite Brooklyn baddie. 
Chanel Simone. You can follow me at I am Chanel Simone on all social media platforms. And y'all know what it is. Your girl April B, your favorite media maven. Make sure y'all follow me at it's April B underscore underscore. That's on all social media platforms. And don't forget, new episodes of the Flu Hair Grew Hair podcast drop every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Make sure y'all follow us at FHGH podcast on all social media platforms. And that's on streaming platforms as well. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye.